So, I've been patiently waiting to do an episode on this subject, and today is the day, y'all. We're going to be talking about social media. If you're of an older generation, you may remember growing up without socials back when we had to use a landline telephone to communicate. But social media has absolutely changed how our entire society functions, how people communicate and relate to each other. And as more time goes on with these platforms, we're really starting to see the ripple effect that's happening and the consequences of online social that's really impacting our younger generations. There is a long list of things we could tackle, but we don't have all day. So to be sure that we're not rushing, FYI, I'm breaking this episode into two parts. Today in part one, I want to focus on one thing I think everyone is guilty of at one point or another, and I'm talking about being addicted to socials, addicted to scrolling, and being in love with getting likes. We have become a society that is constantly chasing likes and online approval from our peers and even strangers. When is enough enough? When does it cross a line over into addiction? Is it really that bad to post on these platforms? If this sounds like you and you want help breaking it, I've got some truths coming at you in three, two, one. Are you just so tired of feeling broken? Do you want to take a deep breath and know that everything's going to be okay? That even when you slip, you have something to fall back on? Listen, I see you. Welcome to the Broken to Bless podcast. Here you'll find answers as we shine a light on some of the deepest inner struggles and spiritual battles we face today. My mission is to help you build a strong foundation of faith, kick old mindset habits to the curb, and refocus on what really matters. Hi there, I'm Randy, a wife, a mom, and saved by grace. I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and addiction issues since forever. But after surrendering to God in 2020, my life did a 180. He gave me a new heart, a new purpose, and a new life. It didn't matter that I was broken, because I'm made whole with Him, and you can be too. It's never too late for us to be redeemed. God has a good plan for each of us and a path for restoration. So if you're ready to live by faith, find peace, be present, and trust where your life is going, then listen up. It's time to let go of who you think you are and step into who God created you to be. Let's do this. Okay, welcome. Welcome to today's show. I'm really excited to talk about this because I've been wanting to do this episode since day one. There's so much that we can talk about with social media and that's why I really wanted to have this be the first, um, the first episode in our addiction series. Over the next few months, I really want to tackle different types of addictions to get more specific because I know on this show we're dealing, all of my listeners, you guys are all dealing with different types of addictions, and I want to be sure that we are discussing these addictions specifically And so if you have a request for any kind of addiction that you want me to tackle on an upcoming show, please just email me at randy, that's R-A-N-D-I, at brokentobless.com. 
and let me know. Let me know what you would like for me to cover in an upcoming episode, and I will do my best to deliver. Anyway, moving on. So social media. It's hard for a lot of the younger generation, it's hard for them to understand what it was like previous to social media. But yes, there was life before all these social platforms and all this online connection. There was a time, a wonderful time, a sweet time where you got up in the morning and you were not tempted to pick up the phone. You might be tempted to pick up the phone to call somebody, but you weren't tempted to pick up the phone to scroll. It was magical. I loved it. I miss it. Um, Social media, I think, you know, I got social media for the first time in 2004. And I know it existed, you know, a little bit before that. I'm not sure of the exact date that social media was born here, but I know that it started to really become a thing You know, 2004, 2005 was really when I started to, when I created an account, I had heard that my friends started, they created accounts. And that for me was when I really saw this idea of connecting online just take off. And it was so exciting. You know, what we thought social media was back then, it was very innocent, honestly, for most of us that had never heard of this type of technology The idea that you could have your own page, you could post whatever you wanted on it. You didn't have to be like, you know, a tech geek to figure it out. I can't even describe to you how mind-blowing that was. So what we thought that we were getting when we signed up for these platforms, and you know, my first platform was MySpace, if anybody remembers that one. (laughs) What we thought we were getting was connection with family and friends We thought that it was a place that we could share ideas and post pictures of like fun things that we were doing, not even thinking about that they were gonna be permanently on the internet, right? We thought it was an innocent place to meet people. And honestly, when social media first started, people weren't super, super active on it yet. It was like they would go and do something like over the weekend and then they'd post about it on Monday morning. People weren't dying to post everything immediately. Um, We really started to see that change, obviously, as time went on. People started to become addicted to the platforms and loving getting these likes. Fast forward to, you know, 10 years down the road, you know, now going on 20 years down the road, and people are just addicted to posting, to scrolling, to sharing everything about themselves. So what social media ended up really being, what it really is, is, and these is just briefly, I'm gonna run through these, and I could talk, I could do entire episodes on each of these, but social media really is is disconnection, right? Because we start to go online for to connect with people and we start to disconnect with people in our real life. It's giving away our privacy because now everything that we ever do is logged online and we're willingly giving over all this private information about ourselves. It's a predator, it's it's grounds for predators. It's a predator's playground. 
Okay, depending on what you're posting or what age you are or all these different factors, there are people online, and, and we know this, it's becoming more and more apparent as we go on that these platforms are used by bad people to lure in younger girls and boys and really um, exploit them and take advantage of them. Okay, it's a distraction. Social media is a complete distraction from real life. We spend more time with our face in our phones than we do in real life. I mean, the average person, screen time for the average person is nine hours a day. That is insane. Nine hours a day. And all of this scrolling, all of this social media interaction every day, it's making us more anxious it's making us more depressed. And we start to fall into the comparison trap. This is especially true when we start to value the likes. You know, this person got more likes than I did. And I know that some of, um, some of the platforms are trying to get away, you know, get rid of. Like I know Instagram, a couple years ago, they started to, to not show the amount of likes, which I do think is a step in the right direction. But we still will measure our value based on how popular our socials are. And that's very dangerous. It's a dangerous game. And falling into this comparison trap and falling into that you're placing your value on how many likes you got. Because even though you might not be able to see how many likes other people have, you can still see how many you're getting. It still will tell you how many you're getting. And if you're not hitting a certain number, like, oh, well, last time I got 50 likes and this time I only got 30 likes or, you know, 10 or whatever, it can start to eat away at our brains. Like it can start to be like, well, how, well, why though? Why did last time I posted this and okay, that did really well. But then this time I posted this thing and it didn't do as well, but I really thought it was going to. And we start to question everything that we're doing. So we can look in Luke 12, 15, because yes, we can look to the Bible even on issues such as social media. Even though social media did not exist back then, there are so many things that apply to how we approach social media. So we can look at Luke 12, 15. And he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. What does that mean? Okay, so beware of covetousness, which means wanting other things that people have. What does social media do? It's a breeding ground for making you want what other people have. It makes you very aware of what you don't have. But it says life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Life isn't about what we own. We can't take any of it with us. So this is a warning that we don't need to look to other people to see what they have and see what we lack. Proverbs 14.30 says, A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Being envious of other people online, it's absolutely, it's going to rot your bones. It's going to harden your heart and I don't care who you are when you're on social media at some point at some point you are going to see a post that somebody else 
post it up and you are going to say, I wish blank. I wish I had that blank. I wish I was going there. You know, I wish I was doing what they were doing. I wish I had that many likes. You know, it's, we are naturally going to start comparing ourselves to other people online when we go on these platforms. And part of that is being envious of other people. It's very dangerous to do. First Timothy 6, 6 through 9 says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. This, I think, is a fabulous warning for all the young people out there that want to be influencers. You know, when I was growing up, what's the number one career that people wanted? They either wanted to be an actor or a musician. Why? Because you get, because it's fame, because you get the recognition, you get the, you feel like you get love from other people. I mean, now, what's the number one career that kids want these days? Oh, I want to be an influencer. What do you want to influence them to do? They don't know. They just want to be popular. Most of them, they don't want to solve a problem or help people with things. They just want the fame. They just want the glory. They just want people to look at them and be like, you're so beautiful. You're so smart. You're so amazing. You're so, you know, whatever. That's, that's prideful. And the Bible specifically warns us against that type of behavior. And listen, this isn't like I really, <laughs> I am talking, I'm not trying to scold the younger generations, okay? I absolutely have sympathy for them because they, from the time that they were born, they were introduced to social media. They've never, they never had a chance. They're just, they're blinded because they don't know any better. And that's really sad. So, you know, I, I might be speaking from someone that's just a little older, you know, but I was there too, okay? I fell into the social media trap, absolutely. It's very easy to do, it is not hard. So how do you get trapped in the cycle? Well, number one, having the apps installed on your phone, okay? Because when nothing's happening, what are you gonna do? You're gonna pull out your phone and you're gonna start checking. Just mindlessly like you might not even think about it like all of a sudden you just have your phone out and you're just you're just on the apps like you don't even know how you got there <laughs> okay number two notifications which make you check it more often we hear that little ding and we just have to go immediately i don't care what i'm doing okay who who sent me what who liked what and we're off right and then we stay we don't leave we see what they did and then we're like, well, I'll just see what else is happening. Did I miss anything? Refresh, right? Number three, you know, we place our value in other people's approval. You know, like I was saying earlier, we, we love the likes. We fall into this, this terrible cycle because we start to place how we feel about ourselves based on other people, other people's opinions. What do other people think about me? Did they like what I posted? Did they like my outfit? Did they like my selfie? 
But especially, you know, if you have an online business, you can absolutely fall into the trap of thinking that you have to have social media presence to be truly successful. And by the way, you don't, okay? You don't. There are other ways that you can promote your business at this point, and it doesn't have to be social. So don't allow, I mention that because that was one of the traps that I fell into, thinking that I had to be present on these social media platforms, but you don't. That's not a place to establish real connection anyway. Um, Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five. Thinking that life only exists online. Okay, that's a trap we can fall into. Not being content with real life and thinking that all the excitement is online. And part of that is just screens, that dopamine hit that you get when you open up a screen. I mean, that's what keeps us going back for more and more and more. Okay, having an addiction to social media, it's not really surprising because when you get that like, you get, when you post something, when you have somebody comment, you know, whatever, that is sending those really feel good, you know, dopamine hits to your brain and it makes you want to come back for more and more. And all of a sudden, your entire life consists online. So all that to say, this really just boils down to what the Bible calls idolatry, which is worshiping idols, worshiping something other than God. And it tells us in Psalm 106:36, they worship their idols, which became a snare to them. These things, social media, it's a snare. It is quickly can be a, it's a trap that you can quickly fall into. Jonah 2.8 says, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. That's absolutely true because when you are on social media, you are not in communion with God. You are in communion with the world and worldly ideas and what worldly people do and say and think and worldly opinions Galatians 5, 19 through 21, the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I think this is I think this is a great example of what you will find on social media. You could find it in 5 seconds. Okay? These are the types of things that people constantly post. And you might be one of those people that say, "Well, but Randy, I only follow really good people and I am online trying to spread, you know, the gospel and I, you know, I'm not doing these terrible things that other people are doing." I hear you, okay? I do. I hear you. And obviously, you're listening to a podcast that is trying to help you with a specific problem. And I am also trying to spread the word of God and the connection that you can have with God. But sometimes, you know, I think that you have to have boundaries. And, you know, for me, I know that when I get on social, even if the whole point would be to try to spread the gospel of Christ, I know that 
you know, the devil is a prowling lion and he is waiting for me on there. He is going to disguise himself as a being of light. And before you know it, I'm going to be stuck in that comparison, depressed anxiety trap because it's a trigger for me. Social media is a trigger for me. And if you have an addiction, you know, you can justify it all day long. And I'm not trying to be mean here. Okay. I had this problem. Okay. I had this problem. So I'm speaking to past Randy here. Okay. Like if you know in your heart that you have an addiction to social media and you can't not get on there and scroll and look at other people's posts, you need to recognize that that has become an idol in your life. Okay. Jeremiah 526 says, for among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one who sets snares. They set a trap. They catch men. Social media is a snare. Social media is a trap. It is. It's stealing your, it's stealing real life away from you. So how do you know when you're addicted? I've talked a lot about all these things that can happen online, but how do you know if you're addicted or if it's, you know, how much is too much? You might be saying, but how much is too much, Randy? Can I dip my toes in social media? So you know you're addicted if, you know, when you find yourself mindlessly scrolling in between activities, if you find that you cannot help yourself but pick up your phone and look at these apps, you might have an addiction, okay? It's like you might be a redneck. You might have an addiction if, okay? When you're thinking about what other people are posting or what you're going to post next, you know, what will bring the most likes Okay, if you, if you cannot be present in your own life and instead you're thinking about what can I post and what would get me the most likes and the most attention, you probably, you have a problem. <laughs> when you start to compare yourself or your page or whatever, when you start to compare to other people, that is an indicator that you've made this an idol and that you probably have an addiction. When you start taking photos, not for yourself, but with the intention to post. And this also goes with taking pictures of your children and intending to post them for likes. And that's an entirely different episode. But if you are not taking a picture because you want a mom moment, but you're taking a picture because you want other people to comment on what your child is doing, that's a problem. When you're a kid starts to talk to you, but you won't stop scrolling to listen to them, that is an indicator that you have a problem. And I say this to you, not to point fingers and not to step on toes, but I say this as we are all human beings and we are living in a world that consists, so much of our lives consist online and it is so hard to break away from that sometimes, but we have to recognize it as an idol first. We have to see it before we can fix it. If we can't see that this is happening, we can't fix it. So I say these things for you to do some self-reflection, to say, am I doing these things? Am I, you know, giving my life away for online, for likes, for attention, 
for what I feel like is connection, but it's not. It's empty. It's empty connection. You need to ask yourself these things. 1 Corinthians 10, starting in verse 21, says, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. And in verse 23 and 24, it says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. So what are your intentions when you're online? What are you glorifying when you're online? Is it a me, me, me thing? Are you helping other people or are you just doing it for your own glory? Matthew 6, 5 says, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. So if you are living one way in your real life and then online you're living another way and you're showing everybody that, oh, I'm a good person because I do this, this, and this, you're a hypocrite. And listen, we're all guilty of that. I think everybody at some point, okay, um, I'm not trying to scold anybody here. I'm just pointing out that these are the things that we need to ask ourselves. What is our intention when we get online and we pick up the phone and we start scrolling? What's the intention there? So we've covered a lot of ground here and... Like I said, I had to break this into two parts because I could go on and on and on. And you know I could. So what to expect in the next episode, part two, we're going to talk about breaking this cycle. I'm going to give you tips on how you can break the social media cycle and get your life back. Get back to real life. It's a lot better. I promise you. I promise you. So I'm going to leave you with this. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is all about discernment. We are going to learn to discern, okay? So please stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to drop in a couple days. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today and to really be willing to hear me out on some of these things and be being willing to look at yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you give this episode a star rating and head over to brokentobless.com for more help on addiction. And I will see you in the next part. Have a blessed day.